You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 237. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. It's Marisa here, and this is going to be a bit of a stream of consciousness episode. The teaching points associated with what I want to talk about are if you recognize yourself in any of where I used to be or where I hope if you are a business owner, especially an online business owner, especially an online artist, that you will also be going and joining me in. I was thinking about recording this and and thinking, I don't know why I have this. It's almost like a compulsion to be super transparent with you. But it is also the feedback that I get and again, get again and again, where so many people are really thankful for that. And it's almost like I lay a lot of cards on the table for you to do with what you wish. Uh, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm definitely that kind of person and I don't really want to change that. So I'm going to roll with this idea I have. There are a couple episodes I'm going to record and share with you and it's really setting the tone for where I'm going forward and part of the reason going forward from here. Part of the reason I want to do this is that I can always reference back to these if something comes up or somebody has a question or um, dare they say they want to criticize me or give me some kind of weird feedback, I can make it super clear where I stand. And also, you know, you can decide if you want to come with me or not, because I'm really... um, I'm really shifting in terms of what I am able to, I don't know, think about how I want to say this, accept maybe. I can understand and have compassion where for where people are in their mindset, in their journey, especially as creatives and, and business owners. But I'm beginning to recognize a pretty, pretty big distinction between the people that I'm able to support well and the people that I'm I'm not able to support, maybe in the way that I once used to. And so I want to talk about this a little bit because I want to make it very, very clear the kind of community that I want to continue to grow. And I find in the marketplace, a lot of people kind of soft chew Is that a thing I like want to say soft shell crab, soft chew about the creative industry, about supporting artists? And we're all like kind of, you know, this is going to be extreme. It's going to sound sort of dramatic. Like we're a little bit airy fairy and like it's so romantic and it's so beautiful. And I just referenced it as a miracle last week. And I'm 100 percent behind that. It is beautiful and it has its romantic moments and it is, it's, excuse my language for a second, it's fucking phenomenal. Like I love the artist's life and I love that there are many of us out there who are supporting fellow artists, but I'm also not like everyone else and my point of view has always been different. I don't know if it's It's been that way since I was a kid. I just, you know, I try to blend. I do. But I realize at this age, I guess I finally grown into myself where it's like, what? What? Who am I trying to? Who am I trying to get to like me by not being myself in any way? 
Am I trying to keep people on my email list? Am I trying to keep members in my group by bending in any way that isn't me? And this isn't me saying the title, the working title of this podcast as I go to record it is The Elephant in the Room. And this isn't me saying that, wow, you're going to suddenly deal with a totally different Marisa. I think my members probably know me the best. My students, you, my podcast listeners, you get a pretty, pretty clear picture of me. But I am realizing that I need to clarify this further. And especially as I go into the second part of this year. And so the first point that I want to make And real quick, a real quick aside, I just want to give a shout out to James, who's editing these episodes. And I hope uh, my sound is still good on this one. It sounds like it. He gave me a tip with my new Rodecaster Pro. Wait, let's see. Are these going to work? Wait. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love these sounds. He gave me a new tip that helped with the mic going in and out. So my apologies for that sound happening. I've heard other people where it's happened. So I sort of assumed it was just part of this setup. But no, there's a tiny little switch that you can switch off and it goes away. So yay. So thanks for bearing with me in my new setup. And a quick aside for my clubhouse friends, I do plan to return and host some podcasts there live again. I'm just recording a couple, just me. And I've been live on Facebook over the last couple of weeks with, in fact, we just wrapped one today with my coach who was also my biz bestie for the past couple of weeks in preparation for our ads for artists workshop. It's been so much fun. It's so fun to go live with um, a partner. You know, when you've been doing all the work yourself as a solopreneur and you're showing up and you're doing it. It's so fun to collaborate with a great collaborator. So a shout out to Zach. And this is um, recorded pre our workshop, but I know it's gonna, I know it was a fabulous day. And here we go. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. I, everyone lean in, I am going to sell more. Okay, I'm going to sell more. Can you just receive that? Okay, this is probably more for me than it is for anybody. There isn't another business owner, as far as I'm aware of, that has acknowledged this. And so you might be saying, why on earth are you telling me this, Marisa? Because of course you've had to sell. And I have, I've been in business for a long time. I don't remember the years anymore, 14, 15, something like that. And I have sold and a huge reason that I had to sell is because I needed the income because I'm not a person who really ever liked the concept of selling. And I was joking earlier on our live cast, you know, I didn't really like the concept of marketing, even though I was an advertising major. And the reason I was an advertising major, I think it's like I have a BS in advertising in the communications college. The reason I chose that path was because I didn't think I could make a living as an artist. Yay, I I proved myself wrong. And now I'm also growing as a course creator, a membership owner, a, a coach, and growing in my art business and evolving it all happening right now. And I had this pretty big epiphany over the past, like the past two years have been pivotal for me. And as you know, a lot of that has to do with the people I've chosen to work with, the readiness of of me and my own mindset, and the dedication I've had to take what I've learned and implement it. I'm doing the work, I'm showing up. And what I learned is I'm actually really good at selling and I, I should know this because if you've uh, been on presentations with me, I need to post this on Instagram somewhere. I don't think I've ever shared it. I have a photo of me at 14 or 13. I had painted all these ceramics with my neighbor, Toots 
my neighbor Toots Loeb. <laughs> she was so sweet. She, I was a new kid on the block, literally just moved to Florida and she invited me. She saw the creative streak I had. She invited me to come and paint ceramics with her. She was retired and she had a kiln and she had a, like a garage studio. And so I, that's really like one of the places I got started loving art and all things handmade. And we did a show together, which I had almost forgotten. So crazy. And there's a photo of me. So I will, I will post this soon so you can see it on Instagram. And it's a, I think it's a Polaroid that my dad took. Aww. And my mom is in it, Toots is in it. And I'm there with my big sun hat, like proudly and my braces. <laughs> like proudly standing at this table filled with ceramics. And it wasn't this kind of ceramics that you that you sculpt or build. These are molds that you paint and then you glaze. And I sold about $100 that day, which is pretty good in 1980. What was it was like 1987, 1986. That's not bad for a teenager putting her wares out there. And my mom... She's, she's so cute. She's like, you're really good at that. Like you, you were really excited about what you're doing and, and you were selling people, you were inviting them to come and see your table. And this is before, you know, the rest of the world got to me and told me I couldn't do this. I don't know why I wasn't able to just capture that exact moment when I was 13 and know that this was what I was meant for. It's the weirdest thing. If you have kids now, do that for them. You know, just pay attention. Don't try to push them in any direction, but just pay attention because it's usually there really early. And so I just thought that was, you know, a one-off thing. I go to college, I do advertising. And and then if you talk to me about marketing and selling, I'm like, Oof, let's not talk about those words. Lee, gross. Who wants to be a salesperson? Marketing. Lee, who wants to do that? And I'm being dramatic, but internally, come on, let's be honest. That's how a lot of people feel. Everybody, I've talked about this a few times. Like people think of snake oil salesmen, door to door salesmen, telemarketer, you know, people who just don't take no for an answer. Like, yeah, there is a smarmy people who are basically lying to you. And there is a smarmy side of sales. But friends, that's only a fraction. Because any business that you buy from that you love, it's all sales, everything is sales, the entire economy is sales. And why we as creatives resist this, it, it goes way back. I believe. I don't have any data to present to you. I just know that it's, we've been, we've, we've, well, I already swore earlier, like we've been kind of fucked up over this one for a while. And the sad thing is that it kept a lot of artists poor and starving. That's why there's a starving artist syndrome. And it's also why a lot of people who didn't mind selling who also didn't mind taking advantage of the artist have done so as well. And all of this to say, I discovered that I am really good at it. I rediscovered it. And I also realized once I let myself own that, and that only came with me being in the online marketing side, because that group of individuals who teach people and who teach people marketing and online business, they've taken so much uh, shit for this already. Like the amount of nastiness that gets put on people's Facebook ads and just absolutely absurd. Boy, that's a conversation for another day. You know, they're, they're used to it. And Artists, we sort of pride ourselves. I think I was listening to someone talk about it, and I've mentioned it before. We're, we tend to pride ourselves on being kind of good bullshit detectors, and we don't necessarily like to be sold to. And you know, we have a lot of reasoning behind our methodologies. And it wasn't until I really 
allowed myself to be a part of this space that as I shared with you at the opening of Zach's podcast a couple weeks ago, where he joined me as a guest, you know, when I first started watching Periscope videos, I was like, gosh, these people, they're selling stuff, you know, and I was super judgy. I was, I'm embarrassed to say that, but it is part of my development and epiphanies and reason why I want to share this with you now. And what I had mentioned in one of my recent episodes too, is if you judge people who are selling, you are in essence, you are shutting down your business opportunities. And I didn't know this until later. So I, I went from being a natural salesperson. I also worked at The Gap and I could sell you some jeans and um, add on some socks <laughs> for sure. I, I was a good retail salesperson. I wasn't like, that wasn't my wheelhouse. Retail, not my wheelhouse, but for other products, no. But I, I was pretty good at it at 16. It was my, my first job was working at The Gap. And, you know, I learned about sales at that time as well. And I also, though, you know, simultaneously started to become affected by the world around me. And these, you know, as I grew as a person, or rather grew into, you know, an adult and started entering a different kind of a work world Unless you get around entrepreneurs, there's just a lot of, there's just a lot of old mindset. I can't even speak to that because I haven't worked for anyone since I was 26 and I have really only been in the entrepreneur space for quite some time. But being in the artist space was very interesting or has been very interesting as well because of some of the beliefs that we have that keep us in a place of staying small. And so bear with me as I talk through this concept and what I'm sharing with you today, this stream of consciousness. I, because I had all those jud judgments around selling and marketing, and as I was starting to say, until I really got into this world where that is embraced and there were very few artists that I came across. Now there are many more, which is great. I love that. But I, I felt like, oh my goodness, wow, this can be, this can be part of my identity as well. I can become a really good marketer. And I never thought of myself as a good marketer or a good salesperson. And then, like I said, I realized, oh, actually I am. And the reason that my business didn't grow as much as it could is because I was playing small. I didn't think I was because I was out there. You know, I've been present online this entire 14, 15 something years. And I, I was showing up. I have been doing the work. This is episode number 237. Like I've done 237 podcasts. I was holding back on selling. I was like wrapping my sales besides my daily painting days, which now when I look back on that, it was super refreshing. It was like, here, I'm making a painting and it very clearly says it's for purchase. Click here to buy it. And it's what helped me to go from making zero to making an income and developing a voice. I love those days looking back on it. And I had, I had to get over myself and do it because I needed the income. But there, you learn, you know, you learn how to become a better marketer, a better salesperson. And none of that means that you become smartier or manipulative. It just means that you know how to communicate the message that you are passionate about or the product that you are passionate about, if it's your art, to the right people. And it becomes easy to sell that way. So when we fast forward, you know, this is why, well, actually, let me come back to that. I'll come back to the fast forward in a moment. The epiphany that I had as I've gone through this journey of, of 
choosing more online sales and marketing mentors to guide me over the past couple of years and doing the work, like I said, and stretching outside of my comfort zone and all the ways that I've shared with you over the over this time, really since I came back to the podcast. You can probably mark it right there. December 2018. That's when I realized, oh my goodness, wow, I could have done so much more. But I was so concerned, even teaching and saying, it's okay if you lose subscribers, it's okay, you know, if you aren't the right fit for people, it's okay if people leave you a nasty review or a comment. I mean, it happens, unfortunately, even when you have all the best intentions, you will, especially as you grow, you'll trigger people just like I was triggered and I was super judgy. Uh, You'll trigger people who are feeling inadequate in some way or, you know, don't have the courage to put themselves out there either in their art or their sales and marketing part of their business. And so they'll just, boy, they'll try to take you down. But they're few and far between, which is good. And I know, I know you get it and you're fine with it, but I also still think Not only am I saying all of this out loud for myself, I still think this is a conversation that we need to continue to have as artists. Because I thought I was showing up and doing all of the things, I also realized that I got more timid about asking for the sale. And there are a number of reasons why I retreated. And I've talked to you about this before, like a huge part of that and with a little bit of perspective is going through a pretty painful fertility journey, which sort of undermines like the very foundation of femininity for some of us. And can I just quickly add to that point? I started sharing the fertility journey Was it last year? No, I think it was the year before. And I just want to tell you, I'm not ready. (laughs) Not ready. And just in case you're wondering, like, where are more episodes from Marisa? I'm not going to be bringing you any more while I'm still kind of in this process. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to circle back to that. If you are a long time listener, I will though, I promise, but I realized I'm not ready. And so I'm just going to tell you that as I always say, I have the right to change my mind. And so I, I was thinking about it. I thought, I wonder if anyone's wondering like what's happening and is she coming back? And I won't right now be talking about creativity, business and life, but this definitely without even realizing it too, you know, it took, it took a lot of uh, confidence for me. Um, I had some interactions with people that I came up with that were really um, not supportive, um, kind of unkind and actually kind of uh, like exclusive um, where people, you know, don't include you in their groups and there was there were a lot of incidents like that with our very early online community, which felt kind of painful at the age I was and the time that it was happening. So all of that combined, I think I started to shut down and I started to get more timid and it it impacted my business. And so when I came into this space, as I've shared with you, And I started to grow my sea legs and actually have strategy and information and knowledge and and mentors, people I could come back to and ask questions of and actually say out loud. I've said this to several of my mentors. Can you please help me with my mindset around this? Like I'm super worried about how I'm going to be received for selling things I believe in basically is what it is. And I realized that for all those years of trying to like keep certain relationships maybe, um, and definitely keep, and I please understand, I appreciate my loyal friends and audience and collectors like immensely. And I trust, because now some of us know each other in person, you've hung out with me many times, but I really trust that you know where my heart is. So 
this isn't to say, you know, I, there is a whole group of my community I feel very safe with and feel that I can be very much myself. But as the cynicism in the online space grew, I started again to retreat. Like I didn't want to reach out to people who don't know me or didn't follow my blog or didn't follow my podcast. I had all this resistance to marketing to new people because I thought, what if they don't like me? Like, what if they get to know me and they don't like me? Oh my goodness, it's so embarrassing to even say. And I started getting cautious. And I've talked about this a little bit before, like this isn't a totally new epiphany, but the selling part is. And so I've been stepping way out of my comfort zone lately to sell more and more frequently and really since the beginning of 2021. And um, it's been my best year in business that I've ever had. So when I started to connect the dots, which aren't real hard to connect, I was like, what the, what was I doing all this time? Besides probably judging other people for selling in the way that was my right to do this, this entire span of time. To protect something, you know, to answer to some voice in my head that was causing me to question myself, however that got put together, somewhere in childhood, somewhere later, you know, you know, the, you know, the drill. And I'm really thankful that I surrounded myself with people that have heart and integrity and are really good salespeople, by the way, and have fantastic products. And I was able to witness them and be in rooms with them and feel cared for by them and realize, oh my gosh, these are the most amazing people. And to have the opportunity to work with them is such a gift. And I started thinking about all the people I might have missed out on before. And and let me pause really quick and say, this isn't an episode of regret at all. And I say this a million times because I would not get this the way I do now without all of that that happened for me. And I share it with you, coming back to this idea of how, how might this episode be a learning point for you. If you relate at all, I just want to give you permission. You know, I did do a course in 2015 called... Um, permission to be creative and make money. <laughs> so I've definitely hit this one on the head. And I thought I was doing all the things because I was surrounding myself with a community that were super reserved in their selling. And so I thought I'm being kind of bold because my goodness, I'm sending an email every week. No. And in today's marketplace, you know, Zach and I were talking about this, like you really want to start working into your strategy as soon as possible, putting paid advertising dollars into your budget. And you must do more to get the same results that I got much easier early on. It just is what it is. I, I had good timing. You know, we all kind of have this moment of timing sometimes in our lives where something clicks and it's especially easy in hindsight. And so it just worked out well that way for me. But because I kept retreating, it I've shared this many times, it was almost getting my business to a place of stalling, like this whole combination of not getting support, not having mentors, not investing in myself, and then all the mindset and all of the disappointment that had come personally in those years, like it all kind of um, the way people were behaving within the early circle I was a part of, it all it became like a popularity contest along the way. It all kind of was this melting pot of, ugh, it wasn't, it was, it was, I want to say it was a good time. Like I always feel like I feel so fortunate to do the work I do, but it was also really hard and I didn't really know how to get those answers, but I figured it out. And I just, say this to you because in my current wheelhouse, and I have been an entrepreneur, if you followed me for a long time, or not my current wheelhouse, what am I, my current suite of offerings, <laughs> what am I talking about wheelhouse, my merry-go-round, 
my current suite of offerings at this time, I want to clarify it to you because I've dialed it in. And what I was about to say is that if you followed my work for a while, you know, I've tried all kinds of things. And I've loved every minute of it. And one of the biggest lessons I've learned is don't do that (laughs) as an entrepreneur. You're going to be that person. You're going to be, have you uh, listened to or started reading the book Rocket Fuel? It describes the visionary, that's me, I'm that person. And you're, you know, I've got a million ideas all the time. and, And I just kept executing those ideas and not really giving them enough time to grow and you know, I just didn't know any better. Now I do. And I've really given a lot of thought to the suite of offerings I have, what I am, what I stand behind the most, what I want to share with you. And certainly that's going to evolve and change. This isn't locked into place, but just to clarify, I have the Expansive Artists, which is my ongoing membership community helping and supporting artists to confidently, consistently, profitably sell their art online so that they can build a business they love that supports a life they love. It's pretty simple. And and the opportunity to make more art that they love. And I love the word love, so it's in there a lot, but that's in essence what we do, right? Help you build a thriving art business on your terms on your terms, according to your vision, everything, all of the above. And we connect monthly. It's such a beautiful community. I really also emphasize a million times, you know, I'm very honored to be trusted as a mentor. And I really want to make sure that you choose me knowing what you're getting, which I think I do a pretty good job of but let's clarify that. So I'm not going to apologize for selling that to you. Uh, It's helping a lot of people, a lot of people. And it's really moving. Um, I got a beautiful message from someone the other day, a voice message that just joined the membership a couple of months ago. I get notes from you. I get DMs from you. We have Thursday thrills every week. And I am you know, when I first started, I was like, can I really help people to do this? And it's like, yes, I can. So my confidence has also grown. That is a factor. And sticking with something for a while is that you're like, oh, I actually, I can do this well, and I'm helping get results for people. And so I'm not questioning that anymore. And I will continue to want to be better in that. And I will continue to want to become a better mentor and make the membership better. Like it's just, I always want to refine it. And I'm really proud of, of what we've done and, and how it's coming together. And so that's the expansive artists. And then I launched a course related to exactly what I'm talking to you about here called Artful Selling. And I created a framework around Artful Selling and it's a pretty simple framework. And the reason that I, I really went back and forth on, you know, I've had courses titled In the Fishbowl, Life as an Artist Online, like I said, permission to be creative and make money. Like I've taught variations of this before, but this is actually a very different course than any of those. Because I realized that one of the biggest reasons artists don't succeed is because they don't sell. And we can romanticize and wax poetic about this all we want around the beauty of making art and, you know, sharing that. And yeah, that's a huge part of it. But if you don't know how to ask for the sale and do that more than once, you're not going to have a business. And so then I started thinking about, well, what would really help someone to develop that skill? And a lot of that has to do with having clarity around having clarity around what you actually want to make in terms of your revenue and what you want your business to look like, how you want that to support that life you love, as I mentioned. You know, and a lot of times we get into this and we just think, wow, I, I'm so grateful. I know I, I was that way. I did have some of this insight because it was not my first time at the rodeo <laughs> for 
first time at the circus. Oh my goodness, bear with me in my crazy analogies. It, it wasn't my first time as an entrepreneur. And I actually had board of advisors. I had mentors. I wrote a business plan. I was in the tech space trying to create an e-commerce company back in the day. And so I did enter my next business venture with an awareness of, do I want this to be a lifestyle business? What's my exit strategy? And then I also got very lost in the, oh my gosh, people are actually buying art for me. This is the coolest thing. And then I just had this like hamster wheel of a business that I I kept going and I had fun and I enjoyed it, but I, I got close to burnout and yada, 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 ode to Seinfeld and Elaine. Um, I you know, I'm here, I'm here. So let's fast forward. But I realized at some point, you know, once things got going, and I was just kind of keeping all the balls in the air, I didn't stop to ask myself, well, how am I going to scale this exactly? And what's actually working in my business? What's not working? Am I reaching new people? Am I just speaking to, you know, my, my loyal people? Am I, again, investing in myself and learning? Am I willing to invest in new tools? A lot of that just got put on pause and it was a disservice to me. And so I thought, wow, what would it be like if I could share that insight and help step even emerging artists? Because this is for emerging and established artists. You want to be doing this on repeat in your business because you're going to change and grow. And if you can start out in your business this way, it's pretty, it's pretty great. And we did our first session in January and I'm still hearing from, from some of my members, like how doing that work at the beginning of the year helped clarify so much for them going forward and it gave them a lot of ease and peace around achieving the goals that they had in mind from revenue to just progress in their business. And then, you know, also just feeling like they were accomplishing and just feeling that ease in the journey, which kind of everything, right? If you can feel that more often in your life and stop second guessing yourself and stop wondering if you're making the right decision or focusing on the right or wrong thing, like that takes so much energy all the time. So on on some level, we go through a plan and I get you thinking about what do you want this to look like? And then work backwards from there instead of I'm going to sell some art now and now I'm selling more art and oh my goodness, wait, this isn't what I signed up for and I'm like barely making ends meet or I'm I'm fulfilling all the time or I don't have the space or all the things that come up. I'm not saying I can wave a magic wand and prevent all your business challenges, but you get the benefit of learning from all the stuff I've learned. It's the coolest thing, right? I went through this for a reason. So I created Artful Selling and I was going back and forth on the name. I'm starting to tell you. So I'm like, do I really want selling in the name? Because a lot of people just don't like that word. And I thought, you know what? At this stage of life and stage of my career, I'm just hitting everything with the nail on the head. We are going to own the process of selling and, and come to love it. Because for the first time I've started saying, I love it. Like I love marketing. I love selling. Like I want to be as good at marketing as I am at my art. And I want to get better at both. Oh, and I want to continue to be a really exceptional mentor and teacher and coach. Like I got big vision going forward. And it feels so good not to be embarrassed about that or apologizing for that or justifying that or taking on, like I said, the mindset that suddenly that makes me greedy or um, smarmy or I'm going to try to manipulate you into things you don't need or want. That is not my heart. That is not my intention. And I will never be that person. But I'm never going to sit on the sidelines again and not go all in on selling you into something that I know, if it's right for you, could be a game changer or could add joy to your life or add revenue to your business or all of the above or bring you into a wonderful community that will support you going forward. 
I will never hold back on that again. So that statement is for me. And that statement is for you. And also to tell you proudly that I am opening Artful Selling. I'm going to run it one more time this year as like a mid-year check-in. And it's going to open on... We're starting, we're going to do a fun, the Profitable Artist Challenge beforehand, which starts on June 14th. So save that day. And then I believe it's on the 19th that we're going to open the doors to Artful Selling. And if you were in it before, I will also make an alumni option if you want to come through, because there will be, this time there will be a self-study option. And there will be the coaching option with me. And alumni um, will talk to you about what it is that you might want and um, work out an option for you as well. Because like I said, this is something, this is an exercise that you want to go through throughout the year as your business grows. And so, yes. I realized I could pause and just look at the calendar. It's going to open on June 18th. And if you want to come play with us for the Profitable Artist Challenge, that's going to start on the 14th. That has been so helpful for so many people. And it just thrills me to no end because I totally geek out about this stuff with the planning. And it's it's kind of a nice introduction to what we go deeper on inside of Artful Selling. So there's that. All right. Expansive artists, artful selling. And yes, I'm going to be selling art again as well. And that's going to be growing into something new. And and I was a proud affiliate uh, for my mentor, Stu, for Tribe. And same for my coach and mentor, Zach, for our ads workshop, which at this time, we don't know that that will be happening again. So that was kind of a one-time offering. And there may be more of those in the future, meaning if I find, well, my friend Alyssa was one with our floral workshop, which uh, that will be, we're planning to do our in-person version still. And I have to talk with her about it because California, we're doing it here in California. And the restrictions are slowly getting lifted. And so maybe we'll be able to maybe do it in the fall. I will be sure to give you notice on that because some of you are traveling for it. And I may do a retreat in the future as well. So there will still be a suite of offerings, but I want you to know that everything I share with you, every person I collaborate with. And, you know, I take, I take your trust in me very seriously. Integrity really matters to me. And so much so that sometimes I take uh, rude or mean spirited comments or emails, which happen from time to time, I take them a little bit too much to heart. Because I'm like, hey, if you knew me, <laughs> like, what you've like known me all of two months, and you're making assumptions that have actually nothing to do with me, but a lot to do with where you're at in life. And I know this because I've been you before. Short version, integrity matters to me. I really, you know, I, I take your trust in me very seriously. And if I recommend someone to you, it's because I've been working with them for a while. It's because they're the kind of person that I really enjoy and trust myself. I'm invested in them. I believe that they're going to serve my community and take care of them in the way that that I would. And so I'm going to say all this once and I'm never really speaking back to this again. If you're new to me, I will refer you to this episode 237 so you can know because I do feel at some point it should just be a given instead of approaching the world, you know, I've been established online for a really long time. I have a pretty big history in this space and 
So there's that. <laughs> Go do research. But also, I feel that it would be nice if we... This would mean we'd have to not be triggered by our own shit, but it would be nice if we could just really support and celebrate people in the work they're doing, uh, whether we think it's right for us or not at this time, that we could maybe assume that they have our best interest at heart instead of assume that because they're selling us something that they're, you know, manipulating us into just one more thing. Because here's the other point of people that might be selling to you or in the online learning space, there's lots of collaborating that's happening. And so you might think, but I I bought into this person and this is going to have all my answers. And that's just not how it works. This person, this mentor will absolutely, you know, and one person may really stand out for you. That may be a coach for you. But It's just a combination, right, of how we learn and grow. There isn't one person responsible for my success, except for ultimately me. And that's ultimately you are responsible for your success. But there's a whole community of people and authors, people I've never met, people I have met, people I'm currently invested in, friends, like, you know, family members, like there's a whole community of of people that have been part of my education, my Uh, epiphanies, my awakening, my expansion. And I've never been more thankful for them than I am now because it's like it all kind of combined the way that it was all this weird melting pot before. Now it's this melting pot of, oh my goodness, what was I thinking this whole time? And I don't fault myself because I just, again, I'm like, I didn't know any better. (laughs) In fact, I think a lot of us didn't know any better. We're just having way more conversations about this today, which is so fabulous on, on many different levels. So if I share something with you, sell you something, promote it, um, do so with passion, and uh, I send you a bunch of emails and I do a bunch of lives, I do whatever. Uh, That's because I love it. It's because I believe in it. If it's with a person that I'm supporting or promoting, it's because I believe in that person and I believe in what they're offering and that I have tested it and (laughs) I've been a part of their world. And I, again, I don't ever want to justify it. No, not anymore. Because I did. Oh, I feel like I've been somewhat apologetic about growing a business and I didn't even realize it. And it's the same with my art. And I see so many people, you know, one of the reasons, and you can go back and listen to that podcast about my $4 to $24,000 One of the reasons I sold more art is not only because I'm established, I have a clientele, I have a group of loyal collectors, because I told people about it more than I usually do. Because I've grown in confidence and I've I've started saying, why on earth would I ever second guess myself? Why? It only happens if someone, you know, who doesn't know me very well, goodness, it only happens when someone who really doesn't even know me wants to take a swipe at me. And basically, I was trying to prevent that for so long that I ended up holding myself back. And that's a bummer, really. And, and it's okay. It just is what it is. It was what it was. But don't, don't do that. You don't have to do that. Believe in yourself. Believe in your heart. You know, that's the thing about artists, right? So many of us are like, we have our heart on our sleeve. We are from the heart. We don't have to justify that to anybody either. But just Stop second guessing it and stop second guessing that if you ask for the sale of what you're doing, that somehow that's wrong. How is that wrong? How can you be in business and not make sales? You're not going to be in business very long. 
Now, is there a way to finesse that and not constantly be in people's faces with something to sell? Yes, of course. And that's why you learn marketing strategies. And that's why you take courses like Artful Selling. And that's why you get mentors who are experienced in this. There is absolutely a wonderful way to go about this that isn't in the way that we resent. And you have to learn that. It's a skill and you grow into it and you may have natural capabilities like I did back in the day when you're excited about something and you want to share it with someone and you want them to get it too. That's pretty much selling. And and you also allow them to make the decision that's right for them even if they don't get it. And you're good with that. That's it. That's it in a nutshell. But it, it takes practice when it's your baby, quote unquote, you know, when it's your art, when it's your course, like it can feel very, the rejection can feel hard. I'm not going to try to gloss over that. And so that's when we start to kind of make excuses around selling and talk ourselves out of it and say, we don't want to feel the pressure. And it's like, you know what, when you love it, and you feel confident about what you do and and you stop second guessing yourself and your intentions in this world and you let it be okay that you make money without apology and you know that you stand behind your product and the work you do with integrity, that goes away. And it's very fun to connect with people who are as excited about what you have to offer as you are about offering it. And then the even better part is when that helps someone and it makes their life, it fills their life more. It makes a bright spot in their day. It grows their business. You know, when someone receives the art that we make, it's, there's nothing better. I say it a million times. And when I know that I've helped someone grow their art business or grow in confidence in themselves as an artist or just, you know, own their power more. We talked about amplifying your superpower. That just lights me up. That just brings my heart a lot of joy. And I've heard it told to me and I've received it intellectually, but I do really get it. It's a disservice not to sell your gifts because you're trying to like avoid the criticism from the person that's never going to appreciate your gifts, which that's okay. There's people out there who are not for you and vice versa, but you're holding yourself back from the person who's waiting for you, who's waiting for your art, who wants what you have to offer, who's looking for this puzzle piece that's going to change some part of their life, that's going to transform their life. And they're waiting for you. And because you're busy trying to cater to the person that will never buy from you or is going to be bothered by something else or, you know, whatever that is or unsubscribe from your list. That's like such a big thing that bothers so many people. And I, I get it. It bothered me for a long time, too. It feels like, oh, you don't like me. You don't like my stuff. It's like, no, it's not it at all. And sometimes it is. And it's OK, right? It's OK. It can't be the determining factor of your core belief in yourself. And I have said that for a long time and I have believed it enough to grow a pretty healthy business, but I want to go bigger and I'm ready for that now. And I'm also have grown to a place where I see what I've needed to become in order to go to that next level. And so I remind you of that too. You know, we grow into we grow into the next version of ourselves. And the sooner that you can imagine how that person handles a situation that might stress you out now or might cause you to give up or feel challenged, as soon as you can begin adopting those qualities, you'll start to become that person. And so it's been a, a gentle journey for me. I, I don't necessarily believe in like quick fixes or um, like the light switch, you know, going on and that's it. You're like forever changed. I, I really embrace, as impatient as I am, I embrace 
that these are subtle shifts. And then all of a sudden you do a little, you do a little, you do a little, and then it's like, it clicks into place. And then that's a more permanent shift that becomes part of who you now are. And so I share all of this with you. How long have we been going? (laughs) I share all of this with you as my statement of, I have a lot of things I'm passionate about. Everything right now is focused on creativity and helping artists and business. It kind of always has been. And I'm not going to start teaching you dance. Not yet. Anyway, (laughs) or yoga or other things that I'm passionate about surfing. No, I can't teach that yet. But, you know, everything is in support of and in service of the other. And, And for me, creativity and running my art business, of course, they go hand in hand. I know for some people they don't. And, and that's okay too. That's where I have retreats for someone who may not be a business owner. And, you know, I'd love to come back around to teaching some painting again someday beyond the retreats. But for now, everything is focused on helping you grow your creative business. And I will proudly offer those to you. And I will encourage you And I hope that you will know that I do that with the best of intention, um, because sometimes I I know you, my people, uh, so well after working with you that I'm like, you gotta, this is your next step. And I think I lost my train of thought in the point where I wanted to say, not one mentor is going to answer all of your, (laughs) is going to solve all your problems and wave the magic wand. There isn't just one person. That's why it's so cool that we have access to a number of people and it will become a melting pot of those people. So I think someone was saying like, it always feels like there's one more thing that we need. I know how that can feel frustrating. I really do. I think initially I felt that way as well. And then I was like, oh my God, I get to learn from this person. It's amazing. I'm like a 360 degree, 180 degree. Why is none of this connecting today? Um, I've made a complete and utter turnaround on that. And now I just, I plan to join people's courses and working with the members who just joined Tribe through me that I get to coach. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we all want to be in everybody's membership. And it's the coolest thing. It's just, you know, it's wonderful to be able to learn from people. And uh, I celebrate now when I see people send me a number of emails and really put their heart into their product offerings, whether that be their art or their memberships or their courses. I'm like, yes. Thank you for being that person to help inspire me to be the same person because I'm really proud of what I've created and I, I'm really excited that it's helping so many people and um, it just, it feels pretty amazing. And I especially thank the people that have trusted me from the early days of building all of this and have Um, stuck with me, so to speak, who've been like long term community members, you know, it's really nice to be with you and to also be able to be on the journey with you. And I know that you've watched me grow over all of these years, too, and that I've heard from you that it's really inspiring. And, you know, that's, that's the part, right, when we're around people who are stepping into the next version of themselves. It's so it helps everybody do the same. So instead of, if you find yourself being judgy, as I was saying in an earlier podcast and in this one, if you find yourself being judgy about someone selling and owning with confidence their product offering, there's a little bit of work that you're going to want to do on your mindset because it's going to be very difficult for you to sell with confidence. And it wasn't until I realized that that I like let myself step into that next version. I was like, wow, you're really bothered by this, aren't you? (laughs) These are the conversations I have with myself. Why is this so triggering to you, this person? Like, 
mentioning their product more than once, maybe sending you a few emails even more than one in a day. Oh my goodness, how dare they? How dare they? Yeah, I was definitely slightly (laughs) tweaked by that. And the reason is because I was holding myself back. I just think when you find envy, uh, experience that, jealousy, whatever you want to call it, um, competition, comparison gets the best of you. It's not about the other person. It's you telling you that you're holding yourself back and what you're capable of. And once I started recognizing that, I'm not going to say it doesn't come up. It does. I don't vocalize it. Um, definitely not on the podcast, but I don't give as much energy to it. I see it faster and I say, why is this bothering you? Okay. It's because you're not doing, you're not fully stepping into you again and you're being called for more, but you're kind of still playing where you were. And I do think that it's a it's continual. You know, if you really have big vision for your life and I say big, I mean, what does that even mean? Right. I want to live to my fullest potential in this beautiful life that I have been given. I do not for one second want to hold back on that anymore. And I'm proud of myself that I stepped into it enough to like build this business, to become an artist, to do things that, like I said, I didn't have like a huge cheering section for me or I wasn't anointed this. I just sort of went for it. And now thanks to being in rooms with people who are going for it even more than me, I'm like, yeah, I want to give myself this permission to do the same thing and to really become the fullest version of me, not at the expense of anybody else, but just the fullest version of me and be able to offer what that is to you, you know, to offer that in my mentoring, to offer that through the art I create, that we become enclosing kind of this light board, you know, for each other where I've said this before, this, this metaphor, you know, one of us lights up and then that light inspires someone else to light up and we're all just lighting up. (laughs) We're all just uh, shining, you know, together. I see it happening more and more. And I think sometimes that's where it really um, stings. You know, when it comes at me, I had some rude comments on Facebook ads. Um, if if people, again, it happens so rarely, but it is happening more because I'm growing, you know, want to take a shot at me somehow or for my mentors, like the people who have huge, huge, massive followings, like some of the excuse my language, we'll mark this one explicit. Some of the shit I've seen go down with knowing these people the way that I know them and trust them, I am, it infuriates me, infuriates me. But, but I can't, you know, it happens. People are in pain and that's the only way you're either afraid you're in pain. That's when you're doing that kind of stuff. When you're judging, you're just not living your fullest life. And so someone else doing it is really bugging you. And take it from me, (laughs) take it from me. I know, I know, because I did that. Not to a nasty degree, just just to a degree where I, I had to grow out of it. Some of it does improve with maturity, for sure. For sure, there is hope in gaining wisdom in years. Most definitely. But I also realized I cannot grow to the place I want to grow and have any of this stuff weighing me down. I just can't. Not for long anyway. I still feel the stings and I just move through them a lot faster and keep my eye on the focus of why I'm here and the people that I'm helping the most and the beautiful community that I've built that continues to grow. That is just filled with a wonderful group of artists who inspire me so much. And, uh, and you are part of that. You are part of that. I know you listen to the podcast and I thank you. I thank you. I think that wraps it for today. So the elephant in the room is I am good at selling (laughs) and I am proud of that. And I will proudly sell to you what I believe in 
And I will always invite you to make the decision that feels right for you. And if I introduce people or offerings to you that are not mine, it's because I 100% believe in them. And I'll just tell you once and then we're moving on. So I told it to you here and I encourage you as business owner to really start to lean into and love selling to your right people who are going to love buying what it is that you have to offer. And that makes for a wonderful, thriving community, economy and community, economy and community. All right, friends, wishing you a beautiful, creative week. Stay in touch because I am reopening Artful Selling in on June 18th. And we'll be talking about a floral workshop. And I will reopen the Expansive Artists again this year. I don't have a date set for that because we have something really special we're working on this summer. And I'm trying to decide if I want to open it before because it's going to be exclusive to our members. And I'm thinking through that so I could give you a chance to join us if you're on the wait list and you want to be a part of that, which of course I would explain to you <laughs> as we move forward. But I'm thinking out loud. That's why I don't have it have a date on the calendar. But first is Artful Selling. And honestly, if you want to join the Expansive Artists, I would love it if you took Artful Selling first because I really believe it's important foundation that will only help you to move through the content in Expansive Artists with a little bit more clarity and ease and it's not, there are parts of it that are part of the expansive artist, but really this is a deep dive to cue you up for the next step in your business. Again, whether you're emerging or established, this is, this is a deep dive and it's the opportunity to coach with me. I am not currently doing group coaching. I've put my energy into coaching around some of the um, course and offerings. And so I have not continued with my group coaching option right now. So if you do want to coach with me, this is another way to do that also. And so I'll share more with you going forward. But until next time, friends, did I already sign off? Thanks so much for listening and happy creating. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.